Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Forever. Dog. Hi, everybody. It's Michelle Collins. Uh, it's Midnight Snack. Hello. Morning. Good evening. Ideally, good evening. Good night. Because we're a late night podcast. I'm sure you know that. Every week when you're listening, you're like, yeah, that's a late night podcast. That podcast is different from all the other ones because it's a late night one. It's just you can tell the second you start listening, you go, this is for late night. This is not a daytime. <laughs> I want the sun to be set. I want to kick back, put my feet up and listen to Mish. Just talk at night. Anyway, it's midnight snack. Hi, I'm I'm wearing a very controversial outfit today. I'm going to talk about it with my um, just my friend Dan Acton, who's here with us. We have a great show today. A friend of mine who I actually met on my serious show, who I love and I'm inspired by her. She's gorgeous, uh, Hunter McGrady. She's been a, a, a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, which is just mm. incredible. And she's arguably like the most confident person and beautiful, like should be confident and is so everybody wins kind of thing. Um, but in the meantime, I'm wearing a dress. I just, before we start, hi, Dan. Hey, how are you? I'm good. You know, I'm fine. You're looking great. I'm wearing a dress that I bought, I would say four months ago. And I thought, man, when 
I start going out again, I'm going to wear this out one night and people aren't going to know what to do. It has thumb holes. <laughs> and I realized that it's straight up a Leia McSweeney dress. If you watch Roni, oh. <laughs> do you watch Real Houses of New yes, York? Yeah. This yes, is something yes. Leah, I feel like she owns it or yeah, maybe even yeah, wore it yeah. on the show. It's a neon pink <laughs> leopard print sheer tight mesh dress. It ombres into orange. Uh, I'm not wearing a slip, so my bra is out. You can see on my Instagram if you want to see what I look like in my bra. Today's the day. You can go to my Insta and maybe see a picture of us. But um, I don't know. I just thought I was scrambling to get ready for this thing, meaning our recording. And I thought, fuck it. I'm just going to wear it. And I did. Uh, You look great. I like it. It's classic. It does Dan like response. fade, right? Yeah, it does fade right. Into Dan, like you really just towards the Dan. By the way, we love having Dan here because I'm like, what do you think, Dan? Yep, looks great. We love it. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> anyway, um, so listen. First of all, uh, big big news. Big news to announce. I just literally moments ago. One of the reasons I was a little bit late is I just bought my first piece of original art. Yes, I did, and you know which one it is. I love this. Yeah. Um, now really I cool. almost want to hold. I almost want to hold the story, Dan, because I actually don't even think I told you what happened to me Saturday. Which is a, I'm warning you in advance. It's a shocking story. Um, you're not gonna. Ex- you don't know where it's headed. You don't know what I'm about to tell you. But once again, this being a late night podcast, everything's on the line. No rules. No <laughs> rules here at Midnight Snack. Unlike every other podcast, full of rules. Um. I went on Saturday with my friend Allison to, I wanted to do a day trip. I still have this car that's literally when I turn it back into budget, I'm going to have a hunchback shaped like a Chevy Equinox. Like it's just, (laughs) I leave my apartment and I'm like, I can't breathe with this Equinox on my back. I've gotten so many parking tickets. It just people, it has a Texas license plate. People are keying it. It has all kinds of dents that I didn't put in it. I'm just like, I already know that budget is going to come back with a bill faux show. Anyway, um, so long story short, I opened it up to Twitter, Dan. I said, where can I go yeah. on a day trip? Cause I'd been going to Connecticut and right. upstate. I was getting a little bit bored of those locales and yeah. my coworker at Sirius, uh, Sierra said, Oh, you should go to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Oh, which have you been cool. there? Yeah, no, but I've seen, I've actually like read about it. It's really pretty. It's pretty. Okay. Um, the, the twist of the story, we didn't go there. <laughs> But she opened up, she opened up the idea of going to Pennsylvania. And the few times that I've been to Pennsylvania, I've always found it to be very charming, sort of off the beaten path. Like it's not like a, a go-to spot for New York city people. Right. Right. Which is what I want there and like unwind and like have like experienced normal life. Yeah. Like if I wasn't doing keto, which also isn't even working, I'd have a cider donut. I did not, but you know what I'm saying? I would like kick back. So anyway, we're driving there, picked her up at around 10. It was a gorgeous day Saturday. I mean, just like storybook weather. And we start the drive and I was noting how I've just seen so much roadkill lately, like so much. And you know how much I love <laughs> raccoons and possums? Why are you yeah. laughing? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I'm an animal no, that sounds, That's horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's awful. So. But I just feel right. like in the past few weeks, maybe just because I'm leaving the city, maybe it's always been this bad, but I feel like I see... Yeah, maybe cute chubby raccoons literally once an hour i know such sweet sweetie pies on the side of the highway and i'm like oh like that raccoon was probably funny like it probably had such a good personality and like (laughs) i hit my car i get upset so we saw a lot like driving really we're passing a lot of animals and i said to allison like you know i'm really grateful that i've never i've never hit an animal in my life thank god for that and god forbid like a deer or something where you can literally fucking die if you hit that right right 
But I said, Dan, I'm really grateful. One time in Miami, I ran over a land crab. I don't know if you know. A they're land like, crab? They're crabs on the land. Wow. Okay. And <laughs> it was right near where my parents, where I grew up. And I just ran it right over. And nothing happened to the oh. tires. But apparently, it can really like fuck your tire up, as you can imagine. Really? How big was it? A crab. It was like a crab, like on the beach, like but a- on land. Uh, no, it was like a normal crab, like a survivor crab, B-roll footage. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so, I don't like uh, that because you can see like it's gesturing or something. You can see its little personality before you hit. It's like kind of sad. I Listen, I find all animals to be very funny. And I agree with you that crabs are, I mean, you can teach a crab to smoke. Like they're very funny. You know, I've, I've seen that in India. I don't know. I've, I've seen them, right? <laughs> they do like math problems. <laughs> Amazing prose. You meet a crab, they'll put a poem together in three minutes. You'll be, you'll sob. It's so beautiful. They have so much pain. Um, But long story short, I was noting to Allison, like, wow, it's incredible that I've never, God, God, thank God, I've never hit an animal. So not three minutes after I say this, you know, it's coming. Did I tell you this at all? I didn't tell you this. Oh, this is great. I think I purposefully saved it. Not three minutes after I say it. And I'm like looking because there are a lot of cute little signs, like a lot of like, you know, kind of old Americana things we were looking at. I yeah. see this black thing hit the windshield like a ball and oh, it no. bounces like it's like flack. Like it sounds like someone took like a huge rubber ball and just slammed it against the windshield. And oh I God. look at Allison and I go, was that a bird? Because we weren't even going that fast. We were like maybe going like 35, 40. And I was like, was that a bird? And she goes, yes. And she starts crying, laughing. OK, like sobbing with laughter. <laughs> I'm of, I'm shaking. I'm very upset. Like you know, I love birds. Yeah, I love, that's scary. I like pigeons. Like yeah, I'm a weird. Like, too. Yeah, I'm like a real right. animal person. Yeah. You know that. Very scary. Yeah. Anyway, we get over it. Allison literally. I don't know. She found it very funny. She was like crying, laughing. I think because I was so upset by it, it just made her laugh. Fine. I had yeah. to go to Target in a very cute neighborhood called Boundbrook. I got contact lens cases in Starbucks. Um, nothing worse than when you put Starbucks in that map and they take you to Target. There's no worse feeling on the planet. I hate that. I hate that when the Google Maps shows you that, okay, you need to go into this block somehow. And it's, it's like, there's it's a Starbucks actually, somewhere it's up. in here. It's, it's like, fucked up. When I want to go to Starbucks, yeah. I don't want to go to Target. Like, I don't, I want to go yeah. into a green door with like, because you know, it's different Starbucks. <laughs> right. It's like when you go in a Hilton, they're not the same owner like the Starbucks owner. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's like a right, different right. thing. Anyway, as a quick side note, so we ended up going to a place called Peddler's Village, which have you ever been there? It's very cute. No. Peddler's if Village? Peddler's Village. It's like a little, okay. almost felt like Disney a little bit. Like it had, um, there were like cute scarecrows and it had sort of a, there were a million people there. I mean, if I come down with it, I'll be honest. I turned to Allie at one point and I was like, this doesn't feel good. Like I'm not relaxed. I feel mm. stressed. Of course we had our masks on. I always do. But there were a couple people, they all have freedom t-shirts and they just choose not to wear the mask. And I sure, hope that sure, the, yeah. I hope that Corona can read. I hope if they see a shirt that says freedom, I hope it knows because it seems to be doing okay right now in that sense. But um, make a long story short. So we we left there and then we went to New Hope, Pennsylvania, which is adorable. We had a very cute dinner on the river there. The art comes in where we pass this gallery. I forget the name of it. Um, uh, just some gallery. And they had a painting. Dan, you saw it. They had a yes, painting. It's in amazing. The, it's really good. A, a beautifully framed, by the way. And frames cost because they just had some stuff framed. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's like a dog. It's literally one of the funniest things. <laughs> I actually love it. Like it's so, I feel like it's like me in a painting. I can't explain it. Yes. Yeah. Right? I really like it. There's yeah, a, yeah. it's like a painting within a painting. So there's a painting in it of like horses, like a very beautiful painting on, I'll admit, I don't love the color red, but 
it works in this case. It's like a red wall with like gold swirls around it. And then some kind of hound, I don't even know, a brown and white hound, <laughs> looking out at you, the viewer of the horse painting, with just the most blasé, like, over it expression. It has to be how she captured the dog's face of just like, really? It literally, the dog is going, really? And I actually, I took a picture of it and I posted it on Instagram and I was afraid to ask the price because I've never bought other than like this other dog painting I have here, which costs like a hundred bucks. I've never bought like a painting before. So I was afraid to, for them to be like 7,000 and be like, thanks going and like run out. Yeah. Right. I emailed the gallery. I won't say how much I paid. It wasn't dirt cheap, but Dan, you know how much I paid. I think it's, I think I, I did very well. And I, I think it's a really good deal when you see something that speaks to you that much. Like, like you said, it, it's really, it's very you. Like, it, it's really good. It's really, it's like the most me. I actually emailed with the artist because I figured out who made oh, really? it. And she was like, I'm not doing portraits anymore. I'm like, okay, what is this? Uh, <laughs> wait, who's the guy who wrote, who's the famous recluse author, J.D. Salinger? I'm like, listen. Yeah, right. Okay, is that who? I'm like, all right, relax. Like, it's okay. <laughs> she like, wasn't nice. She has my mom's name. Anyway, so listen. So I just got an email from the gallery saying he's yours. So if you want to come with me this weekend, we can do a day trip back there. It's a very cute little town. Oh, that'd be fun. So listen, I'm not done with the story. This is where you're going to shit. So now, so fine. We have lunch, uh, actually dinner there, whatever. Very cute. We had a wonderful day. Really a lot of fun. We are driving back to the city. It's an easy drive. It's like an hour and a half with no traffic. Get to my street. I find parking like on my street, which just does not happen. I was thinking this is just turning into just one of the best, one of the best days. I'm really having a wonderful day. Yeah. Park the car, do a perfect parallel parking job. Like, you know, when you have an inch on either side, I mean, there was no room and I got that car in there. I really was feeling like something special is happening with me right now. Right. I lock the door. I walk out and I see sticking out of the grill of the car, a tuft of feathers. Uh. I go, Allie, what's that? Allie, look. Uh. So Allie is very brave. She's a Scorpio. She's half my height and weight, but she's like mentally much bigger than I am. <laughs> much stronger. <laughs> she goes and she goes, it's, uh, it's the whole bird. <laughs> no. The entire what? bird was what? in the grill of the car. What? So this is the, the whole bird with his feet sticking out, head, what? body, feet in the grill of my Chevy Equinox. Like a, like one of those like, uh, dolls are stuffed animals like truckers have. They'll have like it, a it, big bird. It was like a hood ornament. Hood ornament. Yeah. Now here's my question what? to you. How did you, it get the, there? That's the thing. That's what I'd like to ask yeah. the physicists because now that I'm thinking about it, I wonder if I actually hit two birds, kill two birds with one equinox, with one, two birds with one Chevy. Yeah. <laughs> because how physically, this is what I'd like to know. And, and, and listener, reach out to me, DM me. I failed yeah. physics famously in high school. True story. <laughs> How could I, listen to this, have hit the bird speeding, like going 40? Right. Wouldn't right. the bird have gone behind me? On what planet? I guess it could have it goes, bounced down and then hit the front. That seems really unlikely. It seems weird. That like, it just seems like this was like a direct impact. Like the thing was in it. Yeah. I think I killed <laughs> two terrible. birds. I'm not kidding you. It's that awful. awful. Yeah. So I'm now like losing my mind. Obviously, I'm very upset. And, um, I, and Allie, I'm like, Allie, what, I can't come back to this car. Like if this bird is going to be living here. So right. she goes, get me drunk enough. Let's go get, let's drink and I'll do it. What? And I was thinking, With what? 
I'm getting there. I was thinking okay. it's a good story, right? I was like, <laughs> I know. I was like, um, because in my mind, you know, there's on the Upper West Side, there's a very famous bird hospital. So when we were drinking, I thought maybe tomorrow I can drive it to the bird hospital. Ali was like, it's dead. I go, I know. I'm very used to you- yanking. <laughs> I was like, I know it's dead, but they're used to dealing with bird germs and shit. Like, yeah. I don't want to touch it. Like, I well, feel maybe like- they could like photograph it to show the other birds as a warning, or like as a Have you seen this bird? And then they're like, yeah. We have an <laughs> autopsy photo, little like bird milk cartons. But wait, so we go, we got some drinks. She had two beers. I had like two tequilas. I wasn't driving anymore. And then we kept saying we need a stick, like we need something to shove yeah. in, like a fulcrum. I don't even know the words, whatever, to right, get it out. Right. So we ended up going to Dwayne Reed. We went down to the cleaning section and I thought, okay, what can actually get this bird like out of the grill? So I bought barbecue tongs and (laughs) Allie's understandably, I almost wish we were talking to her so she could give her part of the story. But she was like, cause she's little, you know, she goes, this isn't going to be long enough. Like I want to be too close to it. You know what I mean? Like she wanted like a six foot stick to like poke it out. And I said, look, this, you can grab it. So like, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll do it. So we grabbed, this is like a horror movie, honestly. So we went, we got, I bought the tongs out. I bought the tongs, obviously eight bucks. I think that's a good part, important part of the story. We go back to the car (laughs) and of course I bought her drinks. I offered, I paid for her Uber home. You know, I was being like, please. And you know, I drove all day. You know what I mean? Like it was, let's call it payment. So I filmed it obviously. And listener, I will be (laughs) posting this on my Instagram. It's actually, Dan, I'm going to send it to you. I think it's a very funny video. You never get really a close up of, I mean, you see it clearly. Yeah. But at first she was kind of poke, trying to poke it out, like with the thing clipped, but you needed to grab it because it was wedged. You know, there's no way to like with those short things to do it. So yeah. at one point I just said to her, look, cause she's a, she's a big cook. I go, you cook chicken, right? I go, you make chicken. Cause I don't make chicken. Like I can't even, I'll eat chicken. I'm on keto, but I can't touch raw meat. It really grosses me out. I get very like, I don't like it, which I realize makes me a hypocrite and you can save your emails. Like I get it. Yeah, it's, it's, fine. it's fine. But um, I said, you cook chicken, right? And she goes, yeah, I go. Flink, grab the shit and fling it like a piece of chicken. That's all it is. It's yeah. chicken. I mean, really? Yeah. Right and, right. and within seconds, she clipped it, pulled it. It landed on the bumper of the car in front of us, an oh, old no. Volvo. I, that is because I did film that part. That's where you really, by the way, at one point, two crackheads walked by and were 100% frightened of us. Like, there's just no question. They were like, <laughs> what is going on here? They were like, they're for like, sure high. They're like, these guys are on the wrong track in life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, make a long story short. So then with the tongue, she like knocked it off and knocked it under the car. And that was it. And then yesterday I visited it because it's still I haven't moved the car. It's still there. And I'm just like, it's small. I mean, it's like a little cute little black bird. Like it's small, you know, but it's so sad little guy. Anyway, so that was my story. It went with us to Target. It came with us to (laughs) New Hope, Pennsylvania. It was a part of the painting process. I mean, it's just a whole thing. But that was my bird story. I mean, I mean, it went out in a blaze of glory. It got a little tour. Um, I think how so many too. birds get talked about, you know, after their death on a podcast? You know, wait, I agree with you that I'm giving it a yeah. little. I thought that I said, you know what? It's getting a little moment in the spotlight. So reach out to me on Instagram if you want to let me know what you think. Whether the bird, it's the same bird. This is like JFK's assassination theory. Was it the same yeah. bird that hit the windshield? <laughs> That landed in the grill, or was it, in fact, a second bird that my carcass, can I say something else? I looked at the grill yesterday, obviously, in the light, and there's, like, stuff in it. Like, there's, like, stuff in it. So on that note, I don't want to say what, but, like, there's (laughs) just stuff in it. Okay. (laughs) 
Anyway, I'm going to put some gloss on. We are going to be back momentarily. I'm so excited for my guest today. Um, Hunter, she's just amazing. She's inspirational. Let's talk to her now. I don't even want to waste another second of tech problems, earbuds. I want to welcome my guest to let me just say, I know this is an audio podcast. What a waste for your eyes because we both look gorgeous right now. What a waste jaw-dropping you both of us yes jaw-dropping you are giving me leah new york city housewives realness and if you don't post at least a photo in this then i simply can't i can't go on i actually (laughs) kept the dress because of leah mcsweeney i'm not kidding i was like this is a leah with the holes in the thumb the whole thing it's so cool. It's, it's so good on it's you. Genuinely oh hideous. God. It's actually hideous, but I like it and I love mesh. Why do I like mesh? It's like sexy. It feels good. It's cool. Like you have like a cool boyfriend who's like from the Bronx and he's like, yeah, no, like I love this. That's by oh, the yeah. way, that's been really my energy lately. It's funny you say that. I've been very into Fashion Nova. We're going to talk all about it. Yeah. But let me introduce my <laughs> guest because we actually met at Sirius. Uh, she was a guest on my show and I. You know, I do a lot of interviews, but rarely am I done and being like, I really want to be friends with her. Like, she's so funny and smart and gorgeous and everything you would want in a person. She's a supermodel, 2020 uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. You've been in the magazine four times, which is insane. More than four or just four? Four times. Yes. Enough. Just a little something. It's enough. You can follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Hunter McGrady. Um, Obviously, that is her name, Hunter McGrady. And I know you have a clothing line out, too. I want to hear everything about it. I do. I have a clothing line out now called All Worthy. It's with QVC. Um, we we launched in April. So like right like the month after we all got the stay at home order, which was fun um so so, but it's been going great like listen I think QVC has such an incredible built-in fan base and customer um and then kind of like bringing my following into that we're size inclusive so we started an extra extra small and go to a 5x and then we also have um petite regular and tall lengths because I'm (gasps) six feet tall so I can never find anything that is like my length so I was like I need to make jeans that Truly, I thrive in. And that's how we bonded, I remember, because we talked about companies that have long lengths because, you know, I have to say, I do find lately companies are making jeans and dresses longer than they used to. Am I crazy to say that? No, you're not. And I think they've heard our cries because for the longest time, everything was a capri on Mm me. And everything is like a tea link on me. So it's been nice to like, like sometimes I'll find like that one off from free people. That's like nice and, and roomy and long. And it's such a gem. Like I'm so happy that people are paying attention. Free people is a very funny brand because it truly is, um, duvet covers with neck holes and like embroidery. And I, I want it. <laughs> I need I it. Want it all. <laughs> I'm a twin extra long in free people. I don't know your size, but I just adore everything I put on my body from them. It's fabulous. <laughs> It's like a Macy's moment, free people. I feel like I go into Macy's, I find it, I feel good. Yes. Um, No, but the length thing kills me. And, you know, I know that I talk because I'm six foot one and I'm not a size, you know, six, because I do think there are some very high end designers who will also cut quite long for their like model customers um, that me not being that size, like that sample size. But I don't know. I kind of, and I don't, I want to thank you in a way and not just you, but all of these. I hesitate to use the term body positivity because I know that it's such a loaded hashtag right now. And there are now fights over this hashtag. And I kind of want to get into that in a second. But 
I really do credit Instagram and uh, the plus size movement with actually giving me more self-confidence. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the show. I was thinking about it because I feel good lately. And I'm like, I think that just seeing women who honestly, some who are bigger than me, frankly, and who are my height with my shape, it's comforting. You know, you don't feel so alone in a world where like you're a different size. So how has it been for you to be like one of the leaders of this movement, basically? Uh, first of all, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, listen, the truth of the matter is that social media is king. We are on it all day long. Like the moment my eyeballs like part, I am on Instagram. So, you know, I think it's important that we follow people who do make us feel good. And there are those people out there. And, um, in 2000 and gosh, 15, I remember posting like my very first kind of like scandalous photo. I, it, I was in a bra and underwear and I was so nervous to post it because I was like, oh my God, I have never seen a girl my size posting this. And I was like a small size 12. Wow. Um, yeah. and, and I'm an 18 now, but, and so But then the response that I got was so incredible that I was like, oh, okay, so I'm going to do more of this. And now so many years later, it's kind of evolved. And now it's like, okay, let's like talk, let's like talk about butt pimples and like discharge and like shit like that. Like, you know, I think it's important to talk about these things. So women don't feel so alone. Like we already have so much stacked against us. So, you know, you really want to make sure that the very least is that your social uh, media followers or following um, is authentic. You just, um, spoiled the name of our future podcast, but pimples and discharge, which is going to be on Spotify, <laughs> Apple. twenty one. <laughs> we just sold there's, that to there's Netflix. A scre- <laughs> there's a screenplay already happening. Yes. Yes. Stanley Tucci um, <laughs> is already signed on to Butt Pimples and Discharge, which I just can't wait. Wait, what is it about Butt Pimples that why more so even than Discharge? Because listen, I can talk about both more of these so, things. Yes. Butt Pimples are something that I have like nice face skin. I got a pimples here and there. Why? And But I have, as you know, I call myself SpongeBob Square ass. I have a big old ass. I'm, <laughs> I've gotten used to it. It's my ass for life. I have to love it eventually. But it's gorge. I'll kill you for it. But those butt pimples, because you post about it on Instagram. How do you get rid of that shit? Literally. It's horrible. So I don't know, because like I've had dermatologists be like, just a little like benzoyl peroxide, like a little wash. And I'm like, no, 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 no. First, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. Second, like I go through like the bottle in a week. I'm like a little bit like on my size 18 ass, like it just doesn't work. <laughs> um, so you kind of just have to live in and, and, you know, just live in that. Um, I, I have a girlfriend of mine, um, Katie Serino, ha- who has a brand called mega babe and mm. she has a butt mask. And I will say that that does help a lot. Yeah. But um, how do you wear it? You have to like lay on your stomach and have someone you apply have, it. Kind of like, like you, yeah, you kind of have to sit there and let it, dry out it's like Mm. a charcoal basically um but I think that we all just have to come to the conclusion that we all have butt pimples and it's a beautiful thing yeah what a great heart I mean really you're just (laughs) it's so and the worst is like they I didn't know there were parts of my body that like explorers have never found I there are parts of my body that I don't believe human eyes have seen and I've been around the block like because I'll find pimples in places that I'm going how did it even know to come here yes well, oh like here's, here's my my favorite is when you get like a boil um, on like the crease between like um, 
your vag and your thigh. Yes. That crease. You get a boil there and you're done for. I mean, you're literally done for. It's there forever. It doesn't ever want to go. You have it for life. It never goes. No. It turns purple. It turns black at some points. It's there. It gets darker in the sun, even though it doesn't see the sun. Mm -hmm. It's just a part of your personality. I'm telling you, there's something to this where, like, we can make this a brand. I'm not joking. To do crevice cream. Like there's something to inventing a cream for, cause I've read yeah. actually the turmeric. I I've looked into also like, oh. you know, uh, in the inner thigh also, it's a little bit darker, the skin, you know? So I thought, yeah. uh, how can I like bleach this? Like, what do I, you know, maybe go get the anus bleached and have them smear it all over, you know? <laughs> a little in the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like for like 10 extra bucks. Can you also like smear there? Um, right. and I tried this turmeric thing. This was like two, three years ago. It was like this brown sludge that's supposed to bleach that part of the skin it had to be the messiest. I mean, it was just, I, I thought this isn't sure. worth it. It's not worth it. And it didn't work on top of it. So. Right. Right. So there you go. So don't do turmeric. Yeah. Um, turmeric, I find, is one of those things that everyone's like, just like do a little bit of turmeric. Like put a little turmeric in your, <laughs> yeah. put a little bit of turmeric in your smoothie. And I'm like, this is the most disgusting thing. <laughs> like, do so not bad. tell me what to do. Um, <laughs> I feel very open and close to you now because we've talked about our vag pimples. I will say, though, that I have, as you know, maybe you don't, gotten lasered. And that has greatly decreased oh, any sort yes. of, so I'll get here and there, but it used to be a lot worse. And now it's like a, like with the full moon, something will show itself maybe. Yes. Yes. Mm. If you didn't charge your crystals, right. Exactly. My medicine, you mean my medicine. uh, Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love laser. Laser's the best. It's it's helped me a lot too. It's just, it's wonderful. Um, I want to go back to something with you. And before I ask this, let me ask you, because as a comic, you know, people always want to talk about like being a woman in comedy. And after a while you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like it's right. It's such a stale. It's just such a stale question. So I feel like by asking you this, I'm kind of falling into that trap. You know what I mean? About asking about, but it's like your career and it's, it's what you stand for and everything else. But I mentioned earlier about this body positivity hashtag and you know, it's like we're in the year where everyone's getting canceled or Corona or all these different things. But there was kind of an uproar, and I wonder if you know anything about this. I'm sure you do, where thinner women were using this body positivity hashtag. And maybe if you know a lot, you can kind of explain to our listeners like what exactly happened. But the plus size community, or what what's the correct terminology for a curvier, yeah. what do you say, plus size? Plus size, yeah, totally. Okay, fair enough. They were getting upset because they felt like, look, you're infiltrating. This is our club. You, Your club is... Mm-hmm planet earth. You can go into any store, buy whatever you want. Where do you fall on this? Because I think it's a very complicated issue. Like every woman feels bad about themselves at some point. So how do you kind of draw the line? I'm wondering your thoughts on this whole controversy. So that is, it is such, um, it's such like a fine, fine line because I know, listen, I've been a size two and I've been a size 20 and every size in between. So, and I felt really bad about myself at a size two. I felt really bad about myself at a size 20. So I get it. However, I think the issue becomes, um, or the issue that has kind of evolved from this is that 
the thinner woman is now using it to be applauded and to kind of like appease the audience. And I think a lot of brands are doing that too. They're being like, no, we're body positive. Like we used a size six model. And it's like, that's, that's really not body positive. And the body positive movement is rooted in plus size women. Um, you know, and I think that throughout the, even this has like happened so quick in the past couple of years that people are now using it as, um, um, a means to kind of just get accolades. And the the thing is, is that, you know, if you're a woman where you can be socially accepted, where like a, one of the things that kind of irks me right now is when I'm seeing a lot of women like sit down and like pull at their fat and be like, this is me just sitting or like, this is me relaxed, but they're still like, if they're not just sitting and standing up or whatever, they're totally socially acceptable. Like no one would even look at you sideways where it's like, I don't have that luxury to be like, Oh, but standing, I can have a six pack, but look at me sitting. Like it doesn't. So I think that people are starting to kind of like, muddy it and it's like it is important to stay rooted in in, in what it is you know um however I do believe that a lot of people have their own insecurities and I think maybe it's just finding a different I don't know terminology for it or something because I think you came up with it I think it's hashtag look at me sitting (laughs) look at me hashtag look at me sitting. yeah and now every brand exactly but have you seen those photos and I'm like Listen, what? I'm not going like, to name names because I I avoid celebrity feuds. Let's start there. And that's actually not fully true, yes. but I really I consider myself like a real one. Like I keep it real. Yeah. I don't bullshit. I don't take advantage of other people's plight or struggle. Right. I couldn't because I have my own. I don't need to. You know what I mean? But right. there are people out there who are look at hashtag look at me sitters, if you know what I'm saying. Yes. Who have yep. somehow become spokespeople for a bigger movement. And I'm like, yeah. what? I mean, you have other things. It just seems, and I will not name names because I don't need it in my life. Do you know what I mean? I don't need it in my right. life, totally. but yeah. I, I'm, to- you know what I'm saying? And I'm totally blown over by this. Like, I guess you can't criticize someone for wanting to help people and right. inclusivity because that's obviously great. But when it's coming, like you said, don't look at me sideways. I have to, in this case, because it's like, are you using this to just promote yourself? It's sort of like that empty activism. So I I totally get it. I find it, honestly, it hurts my brain if I think about it too much. It it really does. And and me too, because also then you are kind of getting this um, notion across that like, you sitting has been wrong. Whereas like, if you look at facts, like, you know, like it just, it doesn't add up. You know what I mean? Like no one would ever look at someone who is thinner and be like, oh my God, her roles. Like, uh, whereas someone like me, that's all they're pointing out. You know what I mean? Like, so I think it's just a lot. And a lot of brands have been doing that lately. Like they're like, oh, we've expanded our sizes. And then you go to their site and they're up to an extra large. And I'm like, what? Like I was an extra large when I was 114 pounds and in size two, I was still an extra large. Like, you know, so People, I think, are doing a lot of it to appease their audience, for sure. There's literally no worse feeling. You just kind of brought up a triggering memory for me, like walking into a Zara 
finding the lone extra, extra large at Zara, which I think is a 14, if I'm not mistaken, and putting that on. And every now, like I can sort of in the blazers squeeze. I'm talking like Chris Farley, fat man in a little coat kind of style, (laughs) but squeeze into it. But the pants, the skirts, it's just not happening. And it's like to put an XXL on that size, which is obviously going to make even a size 14 girl who I can tell you, and I'm a tall girl, but she's not a big girl. Like, I don't care if you are fitting into Zara, you are fine. You can go into any store and buy clothing period. Yep. But yet it's just this, it's like how, um, you know, Mariah Carey cuts the sizes out of everything or has her people do it. I respect it because to me, I'm like, I, sometimes I don't want to know the size. I just want to know, does it fit? Do I look great in it? Do I feel good? Fine. So I totally uh, agree. Very frustrating. That fucking Zara Hunter. I can't. Girl, listen, (laughs) I had a photo shoot the other day. I had a photo shoot the other day and bless her heart. um, You know, she was like, I got you some pieces from Zara um, to shoot. Uh, Automatically, I had hives because I was like, well, so we're shooting naked then because, and that's typically what I do because yeah. when I show, if you look at my body of work, I'm pretty much naked because you can't really like, no one can style me because they're just like, we can't find anything. Um, but yeah, it, it was like, you know, she got, had, had like a men's blazer, which like, thankfully I prayed beforehand and then it fit. So, you know, it was just, it's, it's so hard. Like I don't have the luxury to like go, like I live in New York City and I cannot go and shop at like Soho or Fifth Avenue. It doesn't exist for me. I feel like as we're talking, I'm, you know, I always have ideas when we talk because I think our struggles have been similar other than the fact that you're like a highly paid, successful model. Um, no. <laughs> and I'm like going to order Chipotle on Postmates later. Um, I literally, I have the wrapper for my Rice Krispie treat right here. So it's- oh. We're all I love. By the way, one of my favorite treats actually is a Rice Krispie treat. But, Same. you know, you really uh, a lot of triggering moments throughout this podcast. Didn't expect it. But when I do TV, <laughs> trigger I know trigger warning for just you and me, though, because I feel like it's like specific sort of to, <laughs> you know, the industry that we're in. And you're obviously in photo shoots. You do a lot of TV things, too. I've done TV clearly was on shows and stylists. It's almost I'm trying to liken it to something else. It's almost like when you get a hairstylist who can't do certain hair textures where you're just like, oh, I'm fucked. Like, I know it. Yeah. I would say almost every stylist I've ever worked with has struggled. And again, I'm, and I'll say my size here. I'm like a 16. I'll say it. I've lost a little bit of weight yeah. recently. So I'm like a, a and I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm on the top of the misses. Um, 18, sometimes real talk in like pants or, you know, right. And then depending on the brand, sometimes a 14 too, but So I'm okay. I'm not complaining. I can do fine, but not for stylists. They will go out and bring the smallest. Like if you really want to feel like shit, have a stylist, bring a whole rack of clothing in where everything is just tiny. And it, it's, it kills you a little bit. It's because it's like embarrassing. You know, you see, think, well, listen, I, I don't have a problem shopping for myself. You do this for work. So why is it so difficult for you to actually find the companies, I had a whole thing. I'm not going to name names here, Hunter, but this is going to be cathartic for me. So I'm going to tell you. I love it. I was, on, I was on a show. <laughs> won't say the name of it. Where the stylist, had, she had great taste actually for the skinny girls. Like really picked beautiful right. net-a-porte, like you name it, beautiful stuff. For me, yeah. every fucking day, it would be the Ralph by Ralph Lauren micro jersey. <gasps> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. and no shade. You get it. I used to call them. I used to call them. And I say this only because I'm six foot one and it's, 
the Caitlyn Jenner dress because it was a elbow length sleeve V-neck, like green, red, blue came a little too short for me. So it was like a lot of legs sticking out, not my style aged me. And it really affected my performance. It, I think made me worse. Yes. I could not agree more. And here's another thing I can't stand is when the stylist brings you like a size large, but they're like, but it's so stretchy. Look at this. And you're just like, again, like, like I can't, like I'm looking at that and that is not going to fit over me. Like I I'm a 40 E like, please. Same. Um, Hunties, bra twins. Oh Oh my my God. Okay, fine. Go on. Life twins. Um, Yeah, it's just, and then, or when you show up to set and they're like, you have two items on your rack. Hope you love it. Again, back to my body of work, naked most of the time, because people will put me in something and then they'll be like, oh, it doesn't fit. You know, just, we'll just do like accessories. And I'm like, okay, like this is such, this is such bullshit. It actually makes me crazy that this happens to you because you are literally in the world of fashion. It, It makes me honestly feel I'm actually getting really angry. I'm thinking about it and it's really upsetting me. Like you do this for a living. I'm just there to be funny or whatever else. The fact that you've had those experiences to me is so inexcusable. And what I was going to say is we should start a stylist company where we hire stylists specifically for girls who are our size. I would, I love that. I love that so much. I will invest in it. I will be your partner in it a hundred percent. I think that that's a, a choice. And actually I think as a result of something like that, an idea like that, um, we can then allow more women who look like us on television because I think it's sort of a chicken and the egg situation where yes. if they're not looking good or feeling good, the amount of money that I have spent from my checks that I get for the work that I do on clothing that the other girls don't have to spend would make yeah. you cry. It's horrible. It's really wrong. I mean, events, like forget events. Like, it's so funny because every interview I do, they're like, you know, who's your favorite designer? I'm like, well, so like four designers do plus. Um, I always wear Christian Siriano. You know, I love like, Christian. And, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and that's it. Like we stop there kind of like that. So, and that sucks, you know, when it's not that I don't love wearing Christian. I wear, I have tons of his stuff and he, I'm his number one fan, but I'm like, why is it only one? Why is it only like one to two people who are doing this and we're in the year 2020 we have like like huge movie stars who are plus size you know and and they all they all go to christian they all all go to christian every single one when you because you know i'm very friendly with christian i was at his show i wish you had been there it was a lot of fun he designs the dresses for and it honestly overworks him i mean he's like one of the most successful but when it comes to award season he's like what five feet tall this poor guy is like flying all over because he has so many gowns to make because everybody wants a plus-sized gown for the thing i just feel and by the way i feel like i know you have your qvc line but and i don't know you know you're a young girl hunter you got a lot of time left but it would be an interesting thing for you, I think to also get into is more like a high end, like an 11 on array, you know, kind of an energy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would love that. I would love to do, um, like more of a high end, like I love 11 on array and I love what they're doing. And I would mm-hmm. love to do something like that because, um, I, I find a huge, huge lack in that department. And that's, you know, the biggest reason that I started all worthy was that in it being size inclusive, because so many times I would look at my girlfriends who were like a size four and be like, Oh my God, your outfit is everything. Where did you get that? And I would never be able to have 
that. I would never be able to go and shop for that. So I was like, I want my line to be, oh my God, where did you get that? And they would be like, oh, you know, it's from, you know, all worthy. And by the way, it goes up to a five X. So I got you girl. Like, you know, I want people to feel good about shopping and that they can, we can all wear the same garments, by the way, like plus sizes cost so much more. That's another thing about the line is that I was like, the, the plus sizes in my line don't cost any more than an extra, extra small. Like extra, extra small and 5X cost the same. Across I was the actually going to ask you about that because obviously this is going to make you laugh. Stupid question, not meant to be offensive. There's more fabric in the bigger sizes. So yeah. uh-huh. I always just assume, did you get a fun text? What happened? Did Trump die? Your face. I got to check the news. <laughs> I got her face. Oh, we're talking about this thing and you just lost blood. <laughs> what happened? I saw <laughs> I just saw your eyes dart to the left and like your entire mood changed. What what happened? Read us the text. I know. It's like all you have to do is like look on your phone these days and it's like Twitter. It's like within two seconds. It's trending. No, I, I couldn't agree more. It, it, it's the, the sizes are, are, are large. I mean, it's hmm. a problem. It is. And especially to get nice things, which is, by the way, funny, you're going to hate me. But that's why I've also leaned into Fashion Nova recently, because the stuff is like, I, I mean, it's such like hoochie wear and I love it. I, I love this it. is not from there. Actually, this is, um, AFRM. I don't know if you know this brand. They do like a oh, lot of yes. like, yeah, which I love their stuff. That's nice. Yeah. And, and they do not to quote your favorite says it does stretch a lot is what I will say. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, I really like this idea of having a specific styling company simply for plus size that can be hired by networks when you know you have someone coming in there to make them feel comfortable and to have them know we got you. You're not going to feel uncomfortable. I love it. That would take so much stress away from me. And also if they could, if we could make it where they come with not just your size, but like two sizes bigger, one smaller, like just so just in case, cause like different brands fit different. Like how awesome would that be? It's an unheard of, like, uh, it feels like a Willy Wonka dream. Like, I feel like yes. I'm on like some sort of, you know, hydrochloroquine, like fueled nightmare. <laughs> like I, I would be so exciting to feel, I know, I we just want to feel human. I like how we're talking. Like, by the way, yeah. Hunter is like legitimately so stunning that as I'm, I'm like looking at your hair, I want to know all your <laughs> tricks. So that, I like how we're talking. Like we're these two, like whatever. We're like both bumpkins. great. I have, I'm yeah. very confident. I feel good. It's not putting myself down. It's just facts. You're gorge. And that's it. Hunter, we have to wrap up this episode, but we, I want to talk to you about reality TV because forget Girl, forget our bra size. Forget that 40E. Forget it. Do you forget ever buy it. bras from Maison Lejebi? I'm sorry. What? Okay. No. I'm going to tell you this? the best French bra company that I bought at Harrods when I was in London this winter. And I have been hoarding their 40Es. You don't want to <gasps> know. It's going to change things for you. Oh okay. my God. I'm going right after this. Okay. okay. On that note, we're going to wrap up this episode. But guys, come back Thursday. Hunter and I are going to talk about Housewives. Has to be. Because I know you're a big TV girl. Like me. Yes. Huge. Um, and we're going to just talk about also, you know, I feel like we have so much ground to cover. I know you're married. I want to talk about your beautiful house, which you have a closet that I'm dying for right now. I don't even know what's going on behind <laughs> so you. Um, but you can go to QVC, look up Allworthy. Your stuff is so cute. It's gorgeous. And truly like every woman clothing, which I'm so grateful that you exist and that you made this line. Um, if you just search for it on QVC, you can find it. I actually have questions about QVC. We'll save those for Thursday. And also follow her on Instagram and on Twitter at Hunter McGrady. Hunter, we'll see you Thursday. Hi.
Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall. M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.